Hello and welcome to this overview of the Off-Roads Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, Part 8, Processes and Procedures. The Guide to Temporary Traffic Management details temporary traffic management requirements for Australia and New Zealand practitioners. It contains guidance and instructions for planning, designing and implementing temporary traffic management and is focused on providing optimum safety for employees and contractors working in or near traffic and a safe environment for all road users. The combination of a four-year collaborative project between Austro's Australasian Transport Agencies and Industry, the guide will help to harmonise temporary traffic management practice in Australia and New Zealand. My name is Liz and I work in the communications team at Austro's. My details are shown on this slide. The guide to temporary traffic management has 10 parts, which are available to download for free from the Austro's website. To have access, you'll need to log into your Austro's online account. If you currently don't have an Austro's account, you can sign up for free on the login page of our website. Part 8 provides guidance to road authorities, road infrastructure managers, any party conducting works on or near road and all persons involved in planning, designing, implementing, managing and completing temporary traffic management works. You can access the part through this direct link. We also encourage you to have the guide open so you can refer to the relevant section numbers during this presentation. I will now introduce our presenter who is Bert Prinsloo. Bert is currently the Director of Strategic Business for Wave International, a mid-sized consulting engineering company. Bert has led several road safety and traffic engineering guideline development projects in his career of more than 30 years, including the development of road traffic signs and road safety manuals. Welcome, Bert. This webinar, as Liz mentioned, is about part eight of the Australian Guide to Temporary Traffic Management, and it describes the processes and procedures of temporary traffic management activities at roadwork sites. In this part, we want to introduce you to how to provide how it provides guidance to road authorities, road infrastructure managers, any party conducting works on or near a road, and all persons involved in planning, designing, implementing, managing, and completing temporary traffic management works. It is also about the practice of processes and procedures relating to the management of traffic at roadwork sites. The content of part eight includes categories of TTM, powers, roles, and responsibilities of those involved in TTM, training of those roles, standard forms and descriptions to use, and lastly, model contract specifications to use as examples for jurisdictions to prepare their own specifications. Section two of the document provides guidance on road categories for TTM. Road categories form a broad framework for road controlling authorities or the road infrastructure manager to follow guidelines for the purpose of applying TTM practices. For purposes of planning and implementing a traffic management plan, Roads in Australia are categorised to best fit the application of TTM practices. These categories are currently focused primarily around a training framework and some variances in design practice. In time, it is expected to include further variations in design practices for TTM company pre-qualification. There are some default TTM road categories. 
The criteria for the selection of the default TTM category is based on the traffic volume and posted speed for a road as depicted in figure 2.1. The x-axis shows posted speed and the y-axis traffic volume. As a guide, figure 2.1 indicates which TTM category is applicable. Category 1 is mostly roads with lower volumes. Category 2 has increasing volumes and higher speed road environments. And Category 3 indicates an expressway road type, high volume and high speed environment. The following photos show examples of road categories for TTM. That is Category 1, Category 2 and Category 3. Project-specific amendments to TTM road categories are possible under specific circumstances and can be selected through a simple three-step risk assessment, as indicated on the diagram. Now that we know what the road category for a TTM site is, this next step is to select it or develop a traffic guidance scheme, TGS, for the site. Section 3 provides guidance on the selection and development of a TGS. Traffic guidance schemes are described in three broad types, generic, site suitable, and site specific. The process of establishing the most appropriate TGS type for use at a worksite is shown as a flow diagram in figure 3.1. As you can see, it is a flowchart of decisions leading to the selection of different options and then selecting or developing the applicable TGS. This process describes the assessment and consideration of a suite of generic TGSs with the aim to select one to apply as a site suitable TGS. Or the need could be identified to design a site specific TGS. The selection process shall use a checklist, referred to example checklist in table 3.1, with specific questions for the traffic management implementer, TMI, to consider when reviewing the suitability of a TGS. The checklist also includes a reference to the choices or steps in a process and the need to either adjust or modify the TGS. This flow diagram is quite easy to follow and the supplementary text in the document provides sufficient information to follow the selection process. Section 4 describes the need for a proper TTM approval guidelines. Response times and key performance indicators should be developed by each road infrastructure manager relevant to the type of TTM works. Traffic management plans should be submitted early to allow the room enough time to review and identify any changes required to ensure the TMP meets relevant requirements. Tables 4.1 and Table 4.2 of Part 8 show example activities for submission, review and authorization of TMPs for short-term and long-term activities. The timeframes for TMP reviews and approvals for each of these activity types will vary and should be defined by the RIM. TTM sites with major impacts to traffic flow will typically require longer timeframes for approval.
Section 5 is about powers, roles and responsibilities in temporary traffic management. Each Australian and New Zealand jurisdiction has a range of legislation and regulations that requires or provide context for implementing TTM practices as listed in Table 5.1. Any person conducting a business or undertaking in connection with or pursuant to TTM and the Australian Guide to Temporary Traffic Management has a duty of care so far as it is reasonable practical that the health and safety of workers who work for the PCBU or whose activities is carrying out work are influenced or directed by the PCBU are not exposed to health and safety risks arising from that business or undertaking. The road infrastructure manager is the defined authority who is responsible for roads within each jurisdiction. The roles identified by each room for TTM activities need to be understood by all persons involved in planning, designing, implementing, monitoring, managing and completing TTM works. Understanding these roles and responsibilities is critical to the development of efficient TTM documentation and to ensure safety at work sites. The Australian Guide to Temporary Traffic Management forms a collective guide to achieve this objective. The responsible roles to lead, support and oversee TTM activities are described in part one. The roles and responsibilities involved in the development and implementation of TTM are listed in table 5.2 and described in more detail in tables 5.3 and 5.2, 5.13 as can be seen on the slide. Further details on tasks Tasks and activities for these roles are also provided in Appendix A. Section 6 is about the training framework for TTM roles. At the date of this Part 8 publication, the project is continuing the development of a governance model for the registering and licensing of registered training organisations, RTOs and individual trainers, as well as developing the delivery and assessment materials for use in each training course. Part one of this guide outlines details on the Osroad Safety and Road Worksites project, which includes the development of harmonized national training for all TTM qualifications. Initially, the project focused on a revised training framework, which following consultation with industry, was finalized in June 2019. Therefore, the training framework described in this section is published for, for information only to allow industry to commence consideration and planning for future training arrangements. It is not in application yet, and it will only be applied when firstly, the delivery and assessment materials are finalized which is anticipated to be in July 2020. Secondly, transitional arrangements for existing training individuals are determined by the relevant state and territory jurisdictions. And thirdly, an agreed transition time is determined by these jurisdictions. There are three core temporary traffic management defined roles, traffic controller, traffic management implementer and traffic management designer. 
information about other TTM roles are described in section six. Section seven is about standard forms to be used in TTM activities. It includes standard forms, form examples and descriptions in support to those involved in the TTM project from inception and implementation of the TMP through to the removal of and sign off to open the road for normal traffic flow and it's described in Appendix B. The forms and descriptions provided are only examples and each room needs to adopt or change where required. A summary of forms are listed in the next slide. Standard forms B1 to B12 as in Appendix B. Section 8, the last section in Part 8, to, provides details on contractual specifications. Every example contract specification for TTM are provided in Appendix C and Appendix D. Every local and state authority or territory has its own requirements for contractual specifications. The examples provided in Appendix C and D are examples only that can be used to prepare or adjust current jurisdictional specifications where required. That brings us to the end of today's webinar on part eight of the Australian Guide to Temporary Traffic Management. Procedures, processes and procedures. Thank you for listening.